Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey, I'm here. Hey, hey, we're on episode 122, and I'm really excited because we're starting a new series, and it is my first series. It is. It's your first one. Yeah, I'm really pumped about it. You're so, going to do great. You're going to do great. But even if you don't do great, there's nobody in here but me and you, and so whatever. Yeah. Right. Whatever. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our new series is titled, Things I Wish I Would Have Known When I Started Following Jesus. Yeah. So things we wish we would have known, like me and Seth personally wish we would have known when we first started following Jesus. We're going to do a, several of these. So we've got like, I think, nine total. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll hit one today. We'll do one every week. I don't think we'll double up on any, but we'll do one every week. Um, and this will be a shorter kind of episode, probably. Although every time I say that, I end up going long. People pick up me at church. I'll be like, this is a short message. And then it ends up not being. But, um, you know, because I get excited. But I think I think these will be short, quick episodes. And so um, I, I wanted to, first off, let me preface this by Steph and I, I've both been, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we talked about this in the last episode. We've been followers of Christ since we were, for a long time. Yeah. Right. It's been a long time. So it's not like we're recent followers and we're like, man, it, we're looking back and going, man, I wish somebody would have told me certain things when I first started following Jesus that I had to slowly figure out yeah. or figure out the hard way. Hmm, and it'd been definitely. awesome for people to just say it up front. So why I wanted to do this series is I, I do encounter... With our church, we encounter a lot of people who are new followers of Jesus, a lot. But we also encounter people who follow Jesus young like you and I did, but never got serious about it, really. You know, they gave their heart to Jesus. They, they committed their life to Jesus. They know that that was their salvation moment. Yeah. And then they just piddled around for a long time <laughs> yeah. in like baby Christian land. Mm-hmm. And then they started to get serious. And you just feel this awkwardness. And this um, shame that they end up feeling, and and I think we could fix a lot of that if we would tell them stuff early. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're a follower of Christ right now and you are a baby Christian, um, this is going to help you a lot. Like right now, this is real life. You can put this into practice. It's not going to be difficult. I don't even think we have any scripture lined up for any of this. We're just kind of talking through. And if you're not a if you're not a, a baby Christian, if you've been following Christ for a long time, like me and Steph then you need to use this so that it can increase your sensitivity towards young Christians and you can help them and share this with young Christians in your life and share this with people in your life who hopefully you'll see come to Christ, right? Yeah. And you can help them um, instead of making them feel weird and awkward and ashamed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to it because it's Thank just it, – this this came about – so most of the stuff we talk about on the podcast is just stuff I'm sitting around going, man, this – I'd like to talk about this. This would be good for the podcast. Or I'd like to talk about this, but this is not right for a sermon series. Let me let me do it on the podcast, right? This one came because we had several listeners from the podcast a year or two ago when we asked for suggestions for what we should talk about. Several of them said, I'm new to following Christ, and what do I do, right? And, yeah. and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm kind of scared to ask. You ever notice, like, when you're new yes. to something, you get scared to ask? I, 
I, I don't know. I don't know how women handle this, but men do this a lot. Mm-hmm. Men are scared to ask all the time, right? Like we're not asking for directions, even though we're lost and we don't mm, know. That's how, true. <laughs> we don't know how to do something, and so instead of saying "I don't know," help me, we'll just be like, "I'll figure it out on my own." You know what I mean? I don't know if women do that as much, but because Valerie, my wife Valerie, she'll ask questions in a heartbeat. It she depends. Know how to do yeah, something. but. For men, we're constantly not asking, and and I think especially when it comes to new Christians, it's almost a daunting thing to ask somebody something that you you feel stupid that you have to ask it. That's true. You know what I mean? That is so true. I remember that feeling. Yeah, and, and I know too, and I think that just a real quick, like here's some stuff, man, I wish somebody would have told me this, and these things are all simple. Like they're not, nothing earth shattering in what we're getting ready to discuss. Yeah. Like there's, there's nothing that's like, oh man. Stephanie and Adam sure are some big theological thinkers. They're so man. wise. Yeah, they're so wise. None, none of that is this. <laughs> this is just easy, basic stuff. Um, so if you're a new, if you're a newbie to following Jesus, or you're just getting serious about it, uh, one welcome to the family of God, man. Welcome. We're excited and happy to have you as part of our family. Mm-hmm. And two, um, we're going to share some stuff we that hopefully will will not make you have to walk so such an awkward path. You know what I mean? I yeah. think it'll help you. And if you're not, if you're if you've been following Jesus for a while, listen up, take notes. This should help you disciple the newer Christians in your life. Especially those of you listening, if you're listening and the newer Christians in your life you can think of are your children, then for God Almighty, please for sake of Lord Almighty, please mm-hmm. listen to what we're saying so that you can help them with this. So I, I would push you if you're listening through this whole series to steal this from us. You don't need to give us no credit. You don't need to say you True. heard it on the Messy Walk podcast. You don't need to do none of that. You need to go to people that are younger and go, hey, look, I, here's some things I wish somebody would have told me when mm-hmm. I was a young Christian, and I want to tell you this. And and don't even tell us. Don't even tell them about us. We don't care, right? Just help somebody with their walk with Jesus. So That's right. This should be helpful. So, Stephanie, what is the first one we're going to hit today briefly? It won't take us very long. It's a pretty easy one. Um, what's the number one, the first thing we wish somebody would told us when we first started following Jesus? All right. So it's okay to be a baby Christian. Yeah. Let, let's just start off with the bat. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like it's an, it's all right for you to be new. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to be a baby. Edit. And a baby may be condescending. I don't mean it that way. I mean, it's okay a for beginner. you to be. Yeah, it's okay for you to be a beginner. I mean, every single, like, like let's remember Everybody who's a Christ follower started as a baby Christian. That's right. Everybody. The people that are around you that you think, man, they are so mature in their faith. They know the word. They they didn't come out like that. They didn't start off like that. You got to think of it just like a baby. When a baby is born, that baby don't know nothing. I mean, nothing, <laughs> right? They don't know nothing. And and they, they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't change themselves. I mean, all they can do is they can cry. They have a natural instinct to cry. They have a natural um a natural ability, but mm-hmm. they're not controlling it, to breathe. Right? That's right. They cannot control their bowels. They haven't learned how to do that. They can't control their pee. They haven't learned how to do it. If you ain't ever changed a baby boy's diaper, believe me. He'll shoot you right in the face. You can't, <laughs> like they can't control any of that. They haven't learned that yet. Uh, they know how to instinctively cry. They know how to instinctively eat. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And by the way, not even eat, just drink. Truth. Right. That's it. That's all they know how to do. They don't know how to. Uh, they don't know how. They don't know how to scratch themselves when something's itchy. 
Like they don't know any of this stuff. Can't imagine. Right? Can you imagine that? <laughs> like you ever got the you ever sitting somewhere and all of a sudden you get that itch and yeah. you're like you try to ignore it. Have you ever been somewhere where you got to ignore it? Like oh heck yeah. Oh my gosh. When not just recently I hosted um, uh, Madeline's dance recital. Right, <laughs> and I have hosted the dance recital for um, our local a local dance company or whatever you call that. Great, great people. They go to our um, the owners and, and they go to our Caswell campus now, and it's right beside our Caswell campus, which is where Pastor Matt is the campus pastor. And so I've hosted that for a while, and I always do something funny and stupid because that's me. Like if I'm gonna do something, I need to be able to bring the laughs. And I was up there about to do something silly, but first I had to do the intros. I had to intro all the dancers and the senior and so I'm introducing the senior and the seniors walk out you know and everybody's clapping and my nose is itching so bad and I cannot scratch it because it's a spot where it's gonna look like I'm picking my nose right I was wondering you know what I mean like it's not like the top of the nose or something like you've ever noticed this the top of your nose up here near your eyes it never itches right never it's the part down here where your nostrils are where it's gonna make it look like you're picking the nose hairs are (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) and I had to scratch that thing so and I could not so I had to wait until I started the prayer over the team. And then while while everybody's praying and they think I'm spiritual, they, they think I'm, you know, they think I'm the pastor. Oh, he's all spiritual. Let me tell you something. I was picking my I was scratching my nose in that prayer. The all whole I could think time. about the whole prayer was scratching my nose. You know. Mm-hmm. People are like that all the time, Stephanie. They'll be like, you know, they think they think pastors are so spiritual. And somebody asked me this one time, like, what do you so you know, before you start your sermon when you're backstage, when you're behind the curtain, whatever. You're, you're praying, getting in the spirit. And I'm like, I would love to say yes to that, but no, it's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing backstage before I pray immediately is I am trying to breathe, checking my stuff, and making sure my fly is zipped on my pants. That's, what, <laughs> that's really what I'm doing. Right? We love that. We love the honesty. <laughs> I'm just checking for boogers and that's making right. sure that my fly is zipped. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. But um, where was I going with this? I have no idea. Oh yeah, 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 babies. They can't they can't scratch an itch, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And nobody makes the baby feel ashamed that they can't walk yet. You know what I mean? That's right. And they just think it's cute. Yeah, they think it's awesome and they and they're there to help. They're there to help, right? Like nobody makes the baby feel stupid because they took two steps and fell. I mean, th- I want you to think about this concept. Like nobody's baby starts to walk and then they they start and they fall two steps in. No parent looks at them and goes, oh, my gosh, you're never going to walk. How could you not know how to walk yet? This failure. is awful. You're a failure, right? No, they're not. They're like, you walked. You did it. You did Yay! it. And right? they put it online. Everybody's, everybody's <laughs> clapping. Yeah, they're shooting videos of it or whatever. And the baby didn't do nothing but take two little weird, awkward steps, but they're being celebrated in their growth, yep. right? And at the same time, they're letting them know that it's okay to be at the phase that they're at. You know what I'm saying? So – I think me and Steph wanted to start off right off the bat to say, look, everybody was a baby Christian at some point, and so it's okay to be at the phase that you're at. Also, just so you know, everybody is still, every single Christian you know is still a baby Christian in some aspect. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in some aspect. Like, Steph, this is putting you on the spot. She didn't know this Let's was coming. Go. We didn't do much prep. <laughs> What's a part of spiritual walk that you can think of right now that you're not very mature at? Oh, I would say sometimes leading, just leading yeah. in some aspects. Sometimes I overthink it and I get in my head about it. And, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that helps you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If I had to give you mine, 
Um, like in this most recent season, I am quite – I'm still very immature in praying, in praying, period. Like I struggle personally with consistent prayer, right? You know, yeah. I, I struggle with that – that persistent, consistent seeking God in prayer, and I struggle with, I struggle with um, being quiet in prayer. Yeah, that you know what yeah, I'm saying. Absolutely. So, like, if you pray and the entire time you are praying, you are speaking, you are immature in your prayer walk. And I can say I'm in that boat. Me too. I don't right? listen enough. Me too. So every Christian you know is a baby Christian in some aspect too. That's so right. let's just be real and make sure that everybody knows that first off and foremost, man, I wish somebody would have told me it was okay to be a baby Christian because here's what happened instead. And maybe you felt this. Everybody in your Bible study or your small group or your online Bible study or your Sunday school class, depending on what context you're in, everybody seems like they know all the answers. And you sitting over there like, I don't know any of this stuff. Right, you know, totally, and you feel weird, or um, everybody finds the Bible passages just perfectly. Like they're like, you know how it said, and they're quoting them like mm-hmm. they know them, or they can find it. You know, when somebody says, "You ever been in this situation, Steph, where it's like your pat, like me, I'm preaching or something to you or whatever, wherever we've been, it's like, all right, everybody, get your Bibles and turn to Colossians chapter four or whatever, and you got people around you just whoop right there. They know exactly where they're going. And it's a particular piece of scripture where you don't know where it is, and you you start to feel stupid because you don't know where the stuff is in your Bible. Has that ever happened to you before? Oh yeah, yeah. it still happens. It still happens now, right? Yeah. And so you know you you start to feel that way. So you begin to feel weird because you don't know where it's at in your Bible, or or you're somewhere and this Christian song is on, or specifically a hymn, and you're like. I don't know the lyrics to the song, but everybody else around you is singing it just fine. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember being – I was a pastor, but I was in a – I was working in a denomination that I did not grow up in, so I wasn't familiar with that denomination. You know, I was learning that. But I was a pastor. I was on staff. And I remember being in one of those services where they began to do a piece of liturgy in a service that I didn't, I didn't know, right? Like, so all of a sudden – all of a sudden, they st- these people stand up, like on cue, like they knew what was coming, and they start singing the doxology, right? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Oh, yeah. Praise Him and all creatures. Blow, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I was like, what the heck is going on right now? I have, no, <laughs> I have no idea what is happening. You know what I mean? And I was, a, I mean, I was a vested Christian. I was a pastor. I was there, one of their shepherds, and I had no clue what was going on. So you start to feel that, right? It, it's like you didn't... You don't know any of that, and it makes you begin to feel awkward and ashamed because you are you don't know. You know, what I mean, you're a, you're a baby Christian in that respect, um, and nobody ever told me. I mean, I, I cannot tell you out of all the mentors I've had, I've had some good ones, and, and like Steph, I've been one of your mentors yep. in your life, and I never told you this. Is nobody ever stopped and went? It's okay to be a baby Christian. Like, it's okay not to know where something is in the Bible. Yeah. You don't have to front like you know it. You don't have to pretend. Like, it's okay for you not to know how to pray. It's okay for you not to know and understand a theological concept. It's okay for you not to know a hymn that everybody else around you knows, right? You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. all right. It's okay to be that way. Embrace the phase that you're at and don't hide it, right? 
Because the enemy wants you to walk in shame. That's right. The enemy wants you to walk in awkwardness so that you don't open up, you don't ask any questions. But if you don't ask the question and you don't admit that you don't know it, how are you ever going to know it, right? Right. You just start fronting like you are and, and pretending like you're further along than you are. Yeah, don't believe that lie that you should have been here by now. Right, You should yes. have arrived by now. Man, I believe that lie all the time with yeah. regard to leadership and um, where I'm at, a husband, a father, a uh a pastor, I believe it all the time. I buy yeah. it. The enemy gets Depends me with that is, all yeah. the time. You know, you should have been further along. You should have been further along. So don't tell nobody that you don't know, right? You you can figure yeah. it out. You can, the enemy wants you to, you can figure it out by yourself. Don't tell anybody. And then right? if you do tell, sometimes he'll make you feel like, oh, you shared too much, or they're not going to think you're mature enough. Yep. They're not going to listen to you ever, you know? You know what's funny about that is, as a pastor, I can tell you right now, that I have found that the people who do say it and share it, they are more mature than the yes. people who don't. Yeah, that's you know? that's really good. If you embrace the phase that you're at, whatever that phase is, right? If you embrace it and are honest with it, you are on the path to maturity and growth way more than people who are quiet about it or people mm-hmm. who ignore it or pretend like they're not. Like I'll tell you one of the things that drives me crazy more than anything else gets on my nerves is Christians who act like they are at a certain level or mature or whatever when they're not. Yeah. It drives me crazy. You know what I mean? And they flaunt it a lot. Oh, yes. it's hard. Or people, yeah. you know, you show me somebody and it's funny like you show me somebody who is quoting the Bible all the time, praying all the time all that stuff, but they don't serve in any capacity. They are not. They are not mature. Yeah, they are that's way true. more immature than they want to admit. You know. Yeah, they're not. But somebody who is willing to say, "Hey, I don't know this. Can you explain this? I don't understand this. I struggle with this. Um, you know, I haven't done." If somebody who's willing to say, "Hey, look, I'll be honest and say that I struggle with prayer," or I'll be honest and say I have to use the table of contents in my Bible. Right, that person's more mature than they think they are, because right. they're willing to admit it. It's you, there for a reason. Right, you, you, Stephanie's Stephanie's been a part of Union since we first started. We say this all the time, where we'll say, you know, we tell people to get their Bibles out. We tell them to use the Bible app or whatever, and I'll tell them, hey, look, if you don't know where this scripture is, use your table of contents. Yeah, you do. It's okay to use that here. And by the way, if somebody near you looks at you with their nose up because you had to use your table of contents, we'll kick them out instead of you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, of course, I'm not kicking, I'm not really kicking anybody out, but I'm saying, like, that don't fly here. Yeah. You know, use the table of contents. I yeah. mean, I think it, I think it would make me and Stephanie were talking about this earlier. And I thought, I was like, I'll share this. Here, maybe this will make you feel better. I am a pastor, I have tons of. Uh, education in theology and Bible, a lot. Um, Several degrees and certifications, and I have been teaching the Bible for a very long time. I have I have taught over. We did a we did an estimate last year because I took a sabbatical when the church hit the ten year mark. Mm -hmm. Um, I have preached over ten thousand times in my career. That's amazing. Ten thousand, right? Yeah, Yeah. ten thousand. Say all that to say. Um, I still have to use my table of contents sometimes. That's right. And that's not a bad thing. Like somebody it's says, turn thing. to, you know, I'm like, I got to find Zephaniah. And I'm like. It's like, hold up. Oh, I don't even remember where that is. 
Sounds you know, like a song. Where is I'm it like, at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know it's a prophet. I know it's here. But I have to go. I, so I just, so I told Stephanie that sometimes I'll be in a room of people and as the pastor, I'll go, oh, I don't know where that's at. And so I'll be look. I'll be thinking about the people watching me instead of being who I am. And I'll start kind of flipping through trying to find it like I know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I'll feel the Holy Spirit go, be you, son. Like set a, set a real tone here. If you do it, if you're real with you, you're going to help somebody else be real with themselves. Set a tone. And so I'll go, you know what? Forget that. Forget your image. Yep. Forget it. It ain't mm-hmm. about me. I'm going to open up to the table of contents. I'm going to find Zephaniah or whatever it is I'm looking for, Ezekiel. always have a hard time finding Ezekiel. And then I'm going to go to the page. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, it's just going to be okay. Right? It's going to be all right. I wish somebody, Steph, I wish somebody would have told me that it's okay to be young in Christ. That's it's right. all right. You know and I, mean? I want to say something too, if you yeah, don't mind. Please. If someone like turns their nose up at you for being a beginner in anything, you know, especially like if you just can't find something in the Bible, God's going to use that. Like he's going to sharpen you. It, you're going to remember it and you're going to be mature later on. And you're going to share that with someone else that is experiencing something similar. Like God's going to use it. So don't get discouraged. You're going to grow. Yes, I agree with that. And I also think that if you are around people, this is good advice. It's just hard to do. If you're around people who are diminishing you because you don't know something, don't put a whole lot of leverage on what those people say or think. Facts. And what's that verse? What's that verse? Don't look anyone. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. First Timothy four twelve. That's that verse. Oh snap! First Timothy four twelve. See, look at this. That Bible knowledge. Right there it is. First Timothy four (laughs) twelve. Do not let anybody look down on you because you are young. That is not talking about Mm -hmm. age. Yeah. It is talking about in the faith. That's right. It says, don't let anybody look down on you for being young. Instead, set an example for the believers in faith, in purity, in something else. Right. I don't know what else says, but. But set an example for somebody else. So if you're around some people who are making you feel weird because you are at this phase of your faith, or let's take faith out, faith out of it, because you are at this phase of your career or your job, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Or you being a woman, or you being a man, mm-hmm. uh, or you being a parent, or like for you, Steph, of you being a wife yeah. and, a, and, you know, and a spouse and you being married. Or being in your first home, like you're getting ready to move in, not your first house you've ever lived in, but your your first home. Today, right? by yours, the way. Right? Today's the day? Yes. That's cool. That's cool. So, like, you know, if you're around people who do that, don't be ugly. Don't don't repay evil with evil. Okay. Like Jesus yep. says, right? Don't do that. But instead, you set the example. But also, though, don't you put a whole lot of leverage and a whole lot of weight on what those people are saying and the advice they're giving. It'll weigh you down. Because they are way more immature than they are pretending to be. And you just got a nice little insight from the Holy Spirit of, that's probably not your person that needs to give you guidance on this subject. Yeah, I wouldn't ask them for advice. Nope. Anybody who would anybody who um, makes belittles you, they ain't the people to give you guidance on that subject. Now, I'm not saying that they ain't the people to give you guidance on other stuff. Maybe they are, right? So we don't write them off. We don't, you know, it's not like, oh, you made me feel bad because of this. I ain't ever talking to you again. No, no, that ain't Christ-like. But don't put a lot of weight on what they say. That's you know, right. Don't, don't do it. So and all that to say, me and Steph will wrap up because I said these are going to be short, but 
we're sitting Where at. Where are we at? Let's see. We're only at about 25 minutes, somewhere in there. So that's good. Um, things we wish we would have known when we first started following Jesus, it's okay to be a baby, a baby Christian. Yeah. It's, it's okay. okay to not know the hymns. It's okay to like need to use a table of contents. It's okay to ask for prayer a lot. That's yes. not a bad thing. It's okay to admit that uh, that you're struggling. It's That's o- right. It's okay to admit that you know any spiritual discipline that there is that you need help with or you don't understand it. Right. So I'll, here's another example. Although I said we'd wrap up, I got to <laughs> do it. I got to do it. Um, Valerie and I. Now I don't know if I, Valerie will let me throw her under the bus with me right now as much because she's she's always been more spiritually mature than me, um, in lots of ways, but. She and I, we were baby Christians with regard to fasting until four, five, six years ago, right? Oh, yeah. We were baby Christians when it came to it. And so when we would be in, well, at least when I, when I would be in subjects and stuff with people and that stuff would come up, instead of admitting it, I would just pretend like um, I understood fasting, that I fasted all the time. I would just pretend. I remember, the, I remember the very first fast that um, I even thought about doing. I was on staff at a church in Durham, North Carolina, and we were gonna, they were like, we were going to do a staff fast. And everybody acted like they knew what they were doing because they were all pastors and ministry professionals. I don't know if they were really about it or not, but they acted like they They're did. And it. I'm sitting there in the background going, I ain't never done this before, right? Yeah. I don't know how... I know some scripture about it. I know the concept in my head, but I don't understand it fully and completely. I don't get it. And so instead of saying that and going, hey, leave me in this, I'm new to this, I pretended like I knew what I was doing. And one day into the fast, I failed. And instead of asking for help, which I believe a couple of those people would have been like, it's okay, man, get back on the horse. It's all right. You know what I mean? Like, Uh start fresh. I just thought it was over. I failed, so I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I thought I ate something I wasn't supposed to eat, and so now it's over. Done. You know, game over. The shame enters. Right? Yeah. And I didn't say nothing. So what I did instead was is I lied every single day. We talked about the fast and how we were doing or whatever. I lied. Um, And so so four or five, six years ago when we started fasting together as a church, we started learning it. I just decided I was going to be blunt and say that. And be honest about let's learn this thing together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, it really helped. Yeah, you you know you got to be like like I I haven't done this much either. I am immature in this area. Let's learn it together. So yeah. I don't know why I decided to talk about fasting. Something, you but said I'm glad me, you brought that something up. Made me, That's a good something point. you said made me think it. So and yeah, it's okay to do these things because you're yeah. a beginner. Yeah, and like we said earlier, like this is a race, but you're yes. not racing anyone. You're not competing with anyone. Yeah, you said that. Or I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I forgot all about it. You said earlier, like, you run the race that's set forth for you, mm-hmm. but you're not running. A, you're not racing nobody else, right? That's this right. is not beat the Christian beside you. This is not get somewhere faster than you're supposed to get there. This is a race that God has laid out before you, and all we're all we're expected to do is run that race. Is to keep putting one foot in front of the other, and I think. Be as real and authentic as you can be about it, and that will help you move forward in your walk. So yeah, all that to say, it is okay to be a baby Christian. And if you're listening to this and you're not a baby Christian, it is okay to be where you are 
and to be a baby Christian in whatever it is you're a baby Christian is because you're because you're immature in something. Yep. Right? You know, ain't none of us reached full perfection. We have not been fully. You know, we are in the sanctification process, right? That's right. So we're all growing. We're all learning. None of us are there yet. We're still running the race. And so it's okay to be wherever it is you are right now. Mm-hmm. That's our first set of advice for you, things we wish somebody would have told us when we first started following Jesus. And we'll be back next week with the second one. Hold on, Steph. I'm going to tell everybody what the second one is. Um, the second one that we're going to go into next week is the Bible is not always easy to read. Right? Okay, that's a good one. We're going to go into one. that next week. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you later. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.